everyone. Welcome back to Window Chats with Robin, the Instagram live podcast where I sit by my window and chat with very interesting people. Today's guest is Ryan Koo. I'm so excited. I haven't seen him in a while. We met in a comedy class that is done in LA, uh, Less the Con, and that was a really fun class, and Ryan's a really fun guy, and I'm going to invite him in. Maybe it will. Hey, Robin. Oh my gosh, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, it's been so long, I was nervous. I know, right? Um, it's been, how long has it been? We took that Leslie Kahn class. It was in the winter last year, right? Was it that long? I feel like it was. Maybe, maybe like Feb February last year, February. So almost, uh, almost a year. Yeah. You look great. Time flies. Did, did you say you look great? Yeah, you do. Oh, thank you. You look great, too. You're you, okay. Go ahead. I go only ahead. seen you wear uh, glasses in the Leslie Kahn class. I don't think I ever seen you with like makeup and all that. You look like a, a you look great. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that's a nice way of saying I didn't make effort during the class. That's fair. No, I didn't. no, no, you no. Were, you're a natural beauty. Oh, this is why Don't I love tell your husband you. I said that. <laughs> oh, every, you know what? Everyone I met in that class was so sweet. I loved, I loved that class. I loved the vibe of everyone. I loved, it was legitimately actors supporting actors. It was incredible. It was a great class. Um, I saw, blah, blah, blah. I hung out with Jacko a couple times recently. My favorite moment of that class was, um, when we did that exercise where we all go around the room and we all say um, an actor that the person reminds us of, right? And um, my favorite part of that class was when, so like, you know, people were saying like, oh, you know, Mikhail, he reminds me of uh, Chris, uh, the guy who plays Hawkeye. What's his name? Jeremy Renner. He reminds me of Jeremy Renner. Uh, you know, you will go to like um, Shannon. She reminds me of uh, Amber from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. And then it got to me, and we, I, I forgot her name, but she was from Utah, and she's like, oh, man. Kristen? I, don't, I think it was Kristen. Okay. Um, and she's like, oh, man, uh, I don't know any Asian actors. Um, uh, uh, Jackie Chan. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I forgot. I did. I forgot about that, but obviously because it wasn't directed at me. That's, you know what, I usually get, you remind me of that Jewish comedian. Are you Mrs. Maisel? Right. So, no, I'm not yeah. a fictional character. I get that. Well, well, I think the funnier thing is she also went to Jacko, and we look nothing alike, you know, and she was also like, huh, a Jackie Chan. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but I, I thought it was funny. Um, I just, I was just like, come on, you, there's so many more Asian actors now than Jackie Chan. I think, you know, it's it's hard to know that, I guess, if you're not... I always try to find, it's weird to say my people, but you know, I try and find my people. Uh, Cause I, I like to, I mean, I like to support everyone, but especially my people. And I, so I know about, and then after that class, when we were talking about, it, I go, I don't know as many people that I thought I did. Uh, just like even Jewish actors. I'm like, I, I always just assume people are Jewish when they play Jewish characters. And then I learned they are not. And I go, oh, but we're doing the whole cast authentically now excuse me okay yeah right yeah it's so interesting um i think they're definitely more strict about it now but uh i actually gotten a couple 
um, additions for Native Americans because of my long hair. Oh, your long hair. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah. How would you feel playing that? You're not, is there any part of you that is Native American? No, well, I, I never took my, oh, I took, I took my ancestry test and I just got 50% South Korean and 50% North Korean. So. That was real? Okay. I no, I'm just that. kidding. I'm just kidding. That was real. I thought this is too funny to be real. Okay. That yeah. was well done. I watched a lot of your stuff. That was Thank really you. funny. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I doubt I have any Native American in me. Um, but I mean, I'd be totally fine with it. But you know, of course, um, there's already such little Native American roles, you know, yeah. I would definitely feel bad. But at the same time, if it if if they offer to me, you know, I, I would love to say I'm, I'm so, you know, virtuous that I would refuse to part but I'll be like, well, give me the give me the check. Where do I sign my name? You know, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's a matter of virtue. I actually I had a discussion with someone about this because I was getting really frustrated because we're talking about casting authentically, a lot of people that play Jewish characters are not Jewish people. Mm. And I started saying, cause you know, everyone's getting upset that they're, and that is what it is. And then I thought, you know what though, there is something to be said if you are an actor that's going to take the time to research that role, learn about that heritage and expand your knowledge base. So I think that's a very interesting learning opportunity for other people. Again, if you're going to take the time and do that, which I think any actor should, if they're giving they're doing a role that they're not you know that's not what they were born in but yeah. i don't know what are your thoughts on that on on uh being on um like if you get cast in a role other than like you would do it but still feel a little bad i mean is it bad if people play roles that aren't i'm their... super Ooh, like so sunny okay yeah oh <laughs> like I'm totally sun. yeah i don't want to um i think I think my opinion on these things is very not what the culture today wants to hear. But oh, because yeah. I'm on window chats with Robin, I'm going to risk getting canceled. Um, the Instagram uh, live. There's like three people that want to join this, by the way. Uh, you've got a lot of people just shouting out and writing random comments. You, uh, you've got a good following. Yeah, no, I'm very grateful for um, the following I have. They're so sweet. Um, I think most of the times when I post comedy videos, they're usually commenting like how, um, you know, how, how cute I look or something like that. And rarely about the comedy, but, you know. Well, I you can't... have things with your shirt off, you know, you're just, doing yeah. things. you got your man bun bit. It's really funny. Oh, my yeah, God. I, I do have some posts with my shirt off. Um, but, you know, I have, it's because I think, Anyways, we're getting sidetracked here. Um, That's what I do. I sidetrack. You gotta. Yeah. It's a journey. Uh, like a... Um, I think I honestly am fine with it. I think if it's like you know, like, like me and my friend had a convo about like, like what about biopics? Because I heard James Franco oh. recently got casted as Fidel Castro. I think I, that's where I kind of draw okay. the line where it's a biopic and you're playing, yeah. you're supposed to represent an actual historically real person. And you're, you know, it's like I, if they, if they cast me as, to play like George Washington, I'll be like, that's so, that doesn't make sense. You know, <laughs> George Washington was a white guy. He should be played by a white guy, you know, um, you know, same with like Gandhi, they should hire an Indian person to play Gandhi, not like, you know, 
you know, a non-Indian person. Um, but, you know, when it comes to, like, I don't know, like, I, I know a lot of uh, Mexican actresses and actors play Native American characters. Okay. Yeah, I think if you do your, if you're trying to authentically represent them, you know, yeah. I think it's fine. Um, but I know there's a lot of purists out there who, which opinions I also completely respect and get where they're like, if it's a Native American, it has to be played by a Native American. Yeah. Um, and whatnot, but you know, I think it gets. Uh, I think acting, especially, there should be some leeway. That's my personal opinion. You know, I, I don't think yeah. yeah. There's, there's know, no right yeah. or wrong. You know what I mean? I just I think generating even this conversation is so interesting because everyone's allowed to have an opinion. I think as long as we're just being, I guess, respectful of everything. I don't. I'm always so scared to broach these subjects. Because uh, like you said before, I'm going to say something that's going to cancel me. And it's, I, uh, can we not have opinions anymore? Is that not allowed in 2022? It's, it's, um, it's scary. Just recently, um, I looked on, I, 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 I look on Reddit sometimes. Okay. And I really hope I don't get canceled for this because I'm on the window <laughs> with Robin. Somebody, um, I sometimes I Google my name just to see what pops up, you know. So I Googled okay. Ryan Koo comedian, and there's a Reddit Reddit thread called Asian Identity, and someone posted a clip, one of my clips, and totally bashed on me and saying like, like this guy, you know, it hates his own race. He hates being Asian. He is, you know, like pushing Asian stereotypes. And I was looking at this, and he wrote like this, like long paragraph, like like no, like maybe three paragraphs, and I'm like, he completely like manipulated it to like fit his um his, his narrative. narrative I suppose. Yeah. Thankfully, there were some people on that thread where they're like, no, I don't know what you saw, but that's not what he was doing. But you know, that's a good point. I think today's you you could just take little things and totally make it fit like. If they really wanted to cancel you, yeah. they could easily find oh. ways to cancel you. Yeah. Or just take your face, right, and put it on someone else. And what's that deep fake or whatever the term Yeah, is? deep fake, yeah. It's it's really scary. But you know, I I used to be really scared for the longest time to share comedy because I have a very dark sense of humor. <laughs> I have learned that. So people don't know I'm making a joke. It is a joke. <laughs> yeah. It, it goes places. I go, yeah, that was dark. I know. It, you that can laugh. I, that is the, I think that's even harder than um, uh, bombing. Because that's my issue. When, I, when I'm bombing, I love it. Because I love making fun of myself in that situation. But when I'm making a joke and they think I'm being real, I think that's even harder to get out of than when you're bombing. Yeah, so I totally You, you know what? You say you're bombing. I've watched the clips you shared. And you, I love your work with the audience. I guess it's called crowd work or whatnot. It's yeah. so funny where you just, someone, you say a word. I think there was one clip, you said one word. I can't remember what the word was. And this guy just started laughing. And you said, are you giving me a pity laugh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chopsticks, I think. Chopsticks, yeah. chopsticks, yeah. It was, and yeah. you just, oh, so funny. Thank you. I love doing crowd work. Um, I think that's, if I could do crowd work the whole time, I totally would. Um, in the stand-up community, some people hate crowd work because they think you're, like, copping out and you're being lazy. But honestly, I think it's just because they can't do it well. But um, anyways, um, 
Yeah, uh, crowd work. I really try to do crowd work where I don't make the audience feel bad. Because I think oh, most stand-ups, when they do crowd work, they just completely, like, roast the sh Oh, can we cuss on this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's find out. Shall <laughs> <we>? <laughs> where they roast the person. Or, you know, they, they roast the shit out of that person, like, really harshly. You know, yeah. like, they make fun of them. They make fun of their weight, their clothes, their whatnot. And um, that always made me feel very sad, you know? Because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to... Because, you know, jokes are funny, but some jokes, they kind of cut deep. So whenever I try to do crowd work, I really try hard to make it funny without hurting their feelings. Like sometimes maybe I will roast it, roast them, but I'll roast them in such a bizarre way that, you know, they're not going to get their feelings hurt. Yeah. I really, are you sure you're not Canadian? Because you are the, it was just the most polite crowd work from all the clips I was watching. I go, he is not being mean to them. I don't understand this. But I also know you're just such a nice guy. So I didn't know it was an intentional choice. I thought you were just being yourself, your usual um, nice self. Yeah. Well, I, uh, well, you're totally right. I think um, I am a pretty nice guy. I, I definitely, you know, try my best to not hurt people's feelings. So uh, I guess they're, they're, the intention is definitely a combined thing. Um, but, you know, some comics, they don't like that either. They, oh, they think crowd work should only be when you roast the audience member. So I get a lot of slack from the stand-up community as well. But. You're, you know what? You're never going to please anyone. Like, th that, that's what was the hardest thing. I kept trying to create content that's going to make people happy. Yeah. And then I thought, well, no one's happy nowadays. Everyone's angry and wants to find fault with you. So I'm just going to do something that I think is funny. People don't know yeah. me half the time, and that's cool. Uh, I've learned I play a very convincing Karen, and we move <laughs> on from there. Yeah, you, a, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, you totally nailed it on the head. Um. I love Norm Macdonald. Do you know? Oh, he's Canadian. He started at uh, in uh, Ottawa. So you're saying all Canadians should know each other? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, do you know Norm Macdonald? I, I have heard of him. I, I've definitely watched his comedy, but not recently. He's, um, I think he's definitely more of an acquired taste. Um, I love Norm Macdonald. He's probably, might be my uh, favorite comedian, but he always says, a big thing about him was um, he said, never, ever pander to the audience. Like so yeah. he actually, a lot of instances where, um, you know, like he, he lost his job on SNL because they told him to stop making OJ jokes and he kept on making OJ jokes. And he, so he got fired from SNL. Um, he was supposed to roast Bob Saget, you know, but he, he, okay. he loved, yeah, at the Comedy Central roast, but he loved Bob Saget. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then the director told him, like, right before the show, like, really dig into him. Like, go all out. And he said a bunch of these old 1960s dad jokes. So his big thing was never pander. And I think that really stuck with me because, yeah, you want to make content that you find is funny. And if you trust that, you'll find an audience for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think you nailed it on the head when you said, like, I'm going to try to make something that I think that I feel like people will find funny as opposed to I'm going to release stuff that I think it's funny, you know, and usually the second way takes a little longer, but in the long run, I think it pays off. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was a question from one of the viewers watching was how do you decide on what content to create? Oh, um, honestly, what, uh, I like, I love improv. Um, and I love, 
the funniest things that I ever came up with just came in the moment. So when I'm thinking about content, you know, just throughout the day, I'm always thinking like trying to be observant of situations that I feel like is funny. So, um, or I just like scroll through the Instagram feed and that when I, when I do like lip sync audio stuff, you know, cause I just have to put my, my own caption on it. And then whatever like just comes to mind, I try to just, I just do, but I like to, um, yeah, I just, every, just throughout the day, I'm just thinking about situations like, oh, he just, you know, he just bumped into me and didn't say sorry. That's kind of funny, you know, like, you know, like, how can I make that funny, you know, if I like, you know, manipulate it a little bit, but. Um, Do you find that your mind never turns off? Because I, I feel throughout the day, I'm living life, but I go, everything is funny in a way. And then I'm just writing this stuff down for later. Um, yeah, 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 uh, definitely, you know, I think, especially because I know that I, I, I try to release one content thing a day, so I really have to try to, like, think of something fresh every time, so, yeah, I'm always thinking, um, like, oh, I'm trying to think about, like, what, what's funny, like, what, 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 um, what's happening now that is funny, I suppose, yeah, um, but I want to be, like, um, like a, who was a Jim Gaffigan, he's the master at that. And his thing is, how can I make everyday boring things funny? And that's his whole stand-up, you know, style, which is really hard to do. You know, like how can you make going to the DMV funny? Well, he has like twenty minutes worth of material on how, and it's a, it's a incredible, yeah. Wait, Robin, did you see that comment? I, I did. I, I <laughs> the problem was I was smiling when I read it, so. I, I warned people in the blurb. Uh, that was, it was good timing. <laughs> uh, people that are watching this after the fact, you'll never know what the comment was, but <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever done an Instagram live before? I have not. No. Oh my gosh. How are you liking it? Oh, I love it. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah so people right? are just tuning in and watching as we're speaking, huh? Yeah. People come in, they leave, they comment. It's fun. Okay, give a thumbs up emoji if you're having a, if you like Robin and me. Oh, that was, see, I did too, because I, there you go. That was for us. We're giving up our own thumbs up. I don't, are they paying attention to us? Can you I hear me, guys? Hello? Oh, <laughs> Is anybody, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, maybe they're shy. You know what I find too? People kind of just leave it on and then walk away. I do that a lot. You know, I just kind of turn things on and walk away and multitask. Okay, okay, we appreciate the thumbs up. Oh, We're getting different. some thumbs up. Yes, okay, I've got some. Uh, thank you, thank you. For the people who's watching at home, oh, we wow. have. That's a lot of thumbs. Thank we you. We have okay. thousands of people giving up the thumbs Millions up. Millions of thumbs up. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> no, I love it. This is cool. Uh, this is very interesting. Yeah. Well, I see you doing this. I was watching your podcast because, you know, even <laughs> I was on it. I watched the I watched a bit of that. I go, oh, my gosh, I love that they had this. We Yvette was also part of our comedy class. And it was a, I, I just thought it was such a I love learning about people. Right. Because we did the class and it's always OK, let's learn the script. Let's break it down. Where's the comedy? Let's go. Let's practice three hours a day for what was it? What was it a month? Three weeks? I can't remember. I think it was three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. And, yeah. but then when I do a little deep dive into Ryan, I go, 
who is this? this is I knew you were funny but I go oh no you're very funny you're very you have your style is I love your style you just you what do you think is my style because your style here's the, I'm a fast talker I'm a hand talker people tell me I give off a New York vibe but you just get up on stage and you have this calm positive demeanor and you just kind of you take your time with it you get the crowd on board I want to see you in person when I'm ever in LA I'm gonna make it happen oh wow yeah well let me know I can always get you free tickets um oh, I love a freebie okay. yeah Jacko from class came to a show Eduardo from class came to a show Nicole soul came to a show um yeah, calm, positive style. Yeah, I, I, I would love to have more energy on stage. But, you know, I think naturally I'm just such a nonchalant, laid-back guy. It's hard. But, um, yeah, I, I, I try to, you know, up the energy sometimes because, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll have shows where it's like five comics and they're all dry, you know, and I don't want to go up there and even be just another dry comic. So I try to adapt but it's hard for me to be like really energetic See, i don't i don't know if it's i don't think it's a lack of energy i thought it was you're just so calm in your material and your jokes that you go you guys are gonna wait here's my oh. joke you laughed let's have a conversation about why you laughed uh what are you drinking that's a good choice like you're just doing your thing again i i couldn't watch all the clips because there's a lot but the ones i watched i go what this guy just gets comedy well you know um one lady who watched my show um said you're very droll and i never heard that word before have you heard that it's word french. before droll it's french for funny i think did i just ruin my grade 10 french knowledge perhaps uh oh i i didn't know if it was french but you're probably right it pretty much means like uh, I, i'm gonna um well, man, I can't think today. I'm going to give the definition that I thought I read, paraphrase, but pretty much means you're creating an environment that's entertaining. And I, I just never heard that word before. Um, and I thought that was a very good description of uh, my style. Because, yeah, more than the things I'm saying, what I'm saying, what I find is, what I find is entertaining to people is kind of the awkward environment that's created by the things i'm saying i suppose and that that atmosphere is what's entertaining as opposed to literally the words coming out so i i, I thought that was a very good word that, yeah that's that described a, that's my a really style good a lot word. droll that should just you know when everyone writes down reviews and what people said about their shows droll random audience member <laughs> yeah yeah droll love that word um and Tracy Wren from one of my improv classes, the one who said that to me, actually. Yeah. You know, when you hear names and you go, I feel like I've met people or, or you know, you maybe I creep them online. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I meet so many people nowadays because it's so easy to just go online and get a sense of, I think this is who they are based on their profile. And then I, it gets weird. I, I think I've turned into an online stalker. I'm, but you know what? I'm admitting it in a safe space. Wait, who are you stalking? I, no, I just, I'm like, something's funny. And then I look that person up and then I'm like, oh, they did something funny with someone else. And I look that person up next thing oh. you know, I'm in this whole spiral. And then I go, I think I know them. You know, I feel like I have a sense of who they are based on their comedy. And then you meet them in person. You go, mm, no, that's so, I hate when I meet my heroes and I go, but you don't match the comedy that I resonate with. You're so different. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you, they write, they, um, 
are you you're, you're doing a part and they say your your comedy style is not fitting the part? No, no. So I'm saying sometimes I meet people that I've watched their stuff online, <gasps> and then they just doesn't match their actual persona without doing the comedy is so different. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. But I get it. You know, sometimes there are a lot of times when I and I don't know if you feel this way, but when I create or put something out there i want to create a persona so if people don't like right. it it's not that they don't like me they just don't like the character yeah. i created no i heard that's true and this is from just what i've heard from podcast interviews so i'm just regurgitating what i've heard but i heard uh zach alzacanakis is kind of like that you know he's very introverted outside of stage um gilbert gottfried the guy with the crazy yeah. raspy voice i heard that's not his real voice but no. most people think that's his voice because that's what he uses when he's on camera or on radio. But that's not his real voice. And that okay, if that's true, that's ridiculous. That is amazing. Yeah, that's, to commit yeah. to that every time you're in a public setting, or wow, a, a voicemail of his got leaked where he was actually using his real voice, and Gilbert Gottfried got really pissed that that got released because he wanted people to think that his on stage persona was his persona in real life um and honestly i'm kind of like that too i'm actually a very introverted person so off stage you know i try to be polite but uh i'm, I'm a lot more shy on uh, in real life um uh, yeah not that shy but i'm a lot more shyer on stage you know i can't it's hard for me to be funny when i'm not on stage oddly enough yeah do, so I find if I tell someone I'm a comedian, they go, tell me a joke. So now I don't lead with I'm a comedian. I go, I do stuff. You know, I, I also don't like when someone says, what do you do? I, that's just a question I don't want to respond to. <laughs> well, I could tell you the joke that I, I, I always tell people when they ask me to tell them a joke. Do you, if you okay. want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I you were building suspense. I go. Oh, no, that's just that's just the way I talk. I know. See, it's compelling. You're pulling <laughs> in. I go, this guy's funny. Okay, well, a grasshopper walks into a bar, and uh, a bartender sees him, and the bartender says, "Hey, we have a drink name after you." And the grasshopper says, um, "You have a drink name, Steve." Oh my gosh. I love that you tell that one. I like that one. Did you like it? Yeah. I think about 10 people left after I said that joke. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> that was fast. It is what it is. You see, comedy, you can't, can't make everyone happy, but you tried. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's It was, true. you know what it was? It goes, well, I didn't know this was dad humor, Instagram live. I'm done. Well, actually, I'm curious to um um what is it i'm curious to get your viewpoint on this um okay. it was the worst i've ever bombed my entire life like the worst um and it wasn't even a show it was for a universal studios tour guide edition um yeah i i, I thought it would be a good side hustle for me to yeah do I see that. Universal studios. so um we got to the edition it's me and like like eight other people in the room and one of the uh, stuff they had us do for the edition is we have to do we have to collectively tell a story um so you know it'll be like 
everyone is in line. Okay, you tell the story. Now you continue it. Now you continue it. And the premise is the Desperate Housewives is making a new Desperate Housewives show for NASCAR. So we're all trying to like tell this story about Desperate Housewives of NASCAR or something. And, um, you know, they go, they go, they go. And it comes to me. And the part of the story is like they have to, they're looking for more diversity to cast for this new Desperate Housewives NASCAR show. And it gets to me and I say, okay, um, yeah. And a lot of Asian women wanted to audition, but none of them were able to make it because they weren't good drivers. And um, everyone in the room, it, it was like literally like the air got sucked out of the entire room. Like everyone was like, like, man, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Like they just like hated me and started giving me like the stink guy. Like I had this one lady who like, who was liking me, who I was smiling at me a lot. But as soon as I said that, she like got super stone cold face. But I was the only Asian person in that room. And I, w and I was the one making that joke. So I just thought that was funny, you know, where other races were going to try to cancel me for me making fun of my own race, I suppose. But that, that happens. So I know because so I sometimes go really dark and make Holocaust jokes. Uh, and you know, and people don't know because if they laugh, here's the thing, Ryan. If they all laughed at that, would they be in the wrong? And I, I that might have been around the time where I mean, still the time now. People don't know how to respond to comedy that might potentially be offensive. Yeah, I would have uh, loved. I would have loved to be in that room so much. Um, it was very like afterwards. Afterwards, we had to wait outside because they tell you who moved on um, right oh, after. I miss those. Yeah, and I was there for like, like we were probably outside for like 10 minutes and no one talked to me. They oh. were all talking. Like, I was in the middle of the group and they were like all talking amongst each other, over me, through me. And I was just standing there like, it was sad. I mean, you tried to go for a joke. Like, I, I, I you know what it is? I, I wonder if part of it is they have to be so careful. And you said something that's on the, we're, we might not be allowed to say this. And if you said it in public, if you were representing them on that's a tour, a yeah. that, that could be what it is. You have to, so there's like, they want you to do this improv exercise, but they also want you to be very politically correct and professional. So is that really comedy? I don't know. It's, it's reserved comedy, it feels like. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I think that was the note I gave myself too. It's like, like know the room, I suppose. Yeah, know the room. That's a, that's that's my struggle. I always lead with sarcasm, and it is not always a good first impression. So, it, it it's challenging. Yeah. The most challenging thing about stand up, I would say, is if you don't get him by the first like minute, it's gonna be a it's gonna be really hard to have a good set after that. Like. The first impression is so important. So if you nail it, you're probably going to do really well. But if if you say something that doesn't land, it's going to be a tough set probably. Yeah. Sometimes people can win me back. You know, sometimes it's a little rough and then they say a comment and I go, okay, that's funny. I'm listening. Okay. You got 30 more seconds of my attention and then I'm zoning out. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, stand up is so interesting. It's such a... 
that that is such an interesting thing though right? like you could completely bomb but if you have five minutes left you can somehow still win them over you know that's such an interesting thing about stand-up so as long as you still have time there's still hope that you can have a really great set but the, the harder you bomb the harder it is going to get the the that to have them come back to your side just uh you know just start doing some crowd work see what happens oh i swear i'm funny i just it's I think it's just really hard to write universally, right? Yeah. And the people that I tend to laugh at are people, and this is really hard for me. I tend to do, uh, a lot of times I would do self-deprecating humor. And then I was trying to, you know, not hate myself so much. So I switched away from that and people didn't like it. And I go, okay, all right. Cause you know, apparently it's, not good to talk poorly to yourself. It's just really bad for your mental health. That's so they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> people love, see, at least I, I always laugh at people that make fun of themselves because I think it's funny. Right. Yeah. No, I, 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 you just reminded me of what Norm Macdonald said in a podcast interview about political correctness and whatnot yeah. and trying to play to everyone, you know, um, but he says something like, Oh, yeah, like, um, I'm only going to, uh, yeah, I'm not going to cater to uh, the 99% of the crowd in the comedy show who came to have a good time. I'm just going to tell politically correct jokes for the 1% who, you know, care about that. But I'm only going to tell politically correct jokes. But the thing is, they're not going to be funny. That, that's the thing about politically correct jokes. So I think it's kind of the same thing. Like, I think if you just do what you find funny it all works out. It, yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate all the comments people are writing. There's some good people watching, some good things being written. Sadly, um, comedy has been regulated. Yeah, I completely agree. Miss Mickey Noodles, completely regulated. And, you know, it's, I don't know. Like, I, I, I definitely think there's a line for sure, yeah. you know, but I think the line should be here where people should be getting offended. I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense for you to get offended, but people are getting offended like all the way back here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I just scrolled back a bit. Uh, Sir Poppinart, yes, you can listen to this after the fact. This will be saved on my Instagram and then it will be shared everywhere. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all the podcasts. Uh, I do a better job of promoting myself when I don't have to promote myself. But yes, you can watch it after the fact. It's just more fun to watch it live because then you can write your thoughts. But yes available um what i was going to ask you is and i'm always curious for anyone that does comedy is did you always know you were funny you know what did someone go oh you're funny or did you just kind of feel like i want to explore comedy and see what happens you know um that's a great question and i still remember the first day where i thought to myself like oh I just made a lot of people laugh. And it was um, in my elementary school Catholic uh, Catholic church summer camp. I think I was in like the fifth grade or something. And uh, we, uh, my Catholic church, we would have these summer camps where we would go away to the forest for like the weekend and we do, you know, games. We compete with each other and we would do skits. We okay. do skits with like Bible stories and we try to make it funny. And I still remember um, my line was just one word. It's like, 
you know, some, I, I just had to give a really deadpan response because my voice, not so much anymore, but before it was very monotone. And I, I, and I think the word was like, nope, or something like that. And I just said it really dryly. And they say, oh, yeah, just say that. And I, and I, and that, and we did the skit and I said, nope, just one word and everyone laughed. And then that's when I had the thought in my head, like, oh, I don't know what I did. I don't know why people are laughing, but they really seem like they enjoyed the way I said, nope. And also from there, I always, for my Sunday school, I had to become the, I don't know, the person that sends an email to the class every week about like updates, about events coming up. Right. When I was in like middle school. So I was crafting these emails thinking like, oh, how can I make it funny? Because I knew like, there's nothing worse than someone coming in to share information that you don't care about yeah. in a dry way, you know? So I always thought of ways, how can I make this funny? How can I make this funny? And even in college and high school, you know, I was always put in situations where I had to talk in front of a room that I never met before. Uh, like in college, I had to recruit people to join choir. I was a music major. So I would be going to these random classrooms to have people join choir and you know, no one wants to join choir. So what I did was I tried to make it as funny as possible. And um, I think throughout the years, just always being placed in positions where I was kind of forced to make people laugh. Right. It kind of, um, I, I kind of realized over time, like, oh, I think I kind of have a knack for how, what I think would make people laugh. Yeah. It's or, so interesting because yeah. you say forced to make people laugh. Uh, but you chose to make people laugh, right? Yeah, I'm you sorry. Chose yeah, I, to I, be I, more, yeah. You know, but I mean, you chose yeah. to be engaging, right? You go, okay, well, how can I take something boring and make it interesting? Comedy. Yeah, exactly. And I, I find that's what helps comedy so much. I feel with even serious subjects, if I watch comedy and they're kind of subtly including a serious subject, that message resonates so hard with me. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So yeah, I shouldn't have said forced, um, but I was always um, I pressure up, uh, motivated to make stuff that wasn't funny, funny. And um, I guess that just kind of grew over time. Um, but yeah, my sense of humor is still pretty much the same as it was when I was like, in elementary school, like I just, a lot of it is kind of like, um, uh timing i think timing is very important you know mm -hmm. make sure you don't talk too fast make sure you have some pauses before the punchline that i always kept i'm like oh i have i always phrase things a certain way that i found effective um i love yeah deadpan humor dry humor i love comedy where like 70 and will ferrell said this where 70 percent of the room is like oh i know what he's doing like he's playing this character or he's trying to be awkward on purpose but the other 30 percent are like like this guy has issues you know like i love when there's like that mix in the room divide where, yeah yeah half the room knows what i'm doing the other half's like why is this guy up on stage you know like he needs help you know yeah there's a you know what there's a lot of theories too that people are writing too if if you're more of an introvert and you use comedy to be more of an extrovert and there's a lot of reasons why people choose comedy I know for me, when life gets really hard, uh, and you know, cause life huh, shockingly has been more challenging than not these past couple of years. 
I find the best way for me to deal with it is make a joke about it because otherwise you go, my God, it's real. Life is so sad sometimes. It's, uh, it's hard. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, uh, totally. And I think I do that too. It's sort of like, you know, the best way to feel good is when you laugh. So, you know, like if I'm having a shitty day, you know, just watching a comedy movie, watching a stand-up special, you know, I think, yeah, I think laughter is kind of like the quickest way to escape from the realities of the world, which oftentimes are very tough. Um, well, laughter is the best medicine, right? Yeah. Can you, ima I, can you imagine? I was just thinking of this. You go to the doctor and you can't afford medication. So they say, yeah, just use laughter. It's the best medicine. Something ridiculous like that. You know, I, I, I would, I, I would agree with that. I went to a podiatrist recently and a okay, um, foot doctor, right? A foot doctor. Yeah. yeah. And I don't have health insurance. So, but my foot was really hurting. So I went, cause I sprained to playing basketball. So it's not like gangrene or anything. Um, right. But literally he like touched my foot a couple times. And he says, you know what? Um, I think you should just rest it. And I paid 300 bucks yeah. for that. For him to just tell me to rest my foot. Can you believe that? I, I mean, I'm in Canada, so no, I cannot. No! <laughs> we have a different healthcare system over here. But I, it's not, it's why a lot of people don't focus on their physical health, right? Or even mental health, I guess, because it's so expensive. So what are other ways we can do to just cope and feel better? Uh, watch a YouTube tutorial for how to treat your own foot. Watch some comedy so I don't know how painful my foot is. <laughs> well, if he, honestly, I would have been more satisfied if he told me to watch like a YouTube stand-up session than told me to just rest my foot. Because I'm like, well, why the heck did I? So you want me to do something that I, I'm already doing? You know what I mean? But so in Canada, it, healthcare is free. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, I know. Don't want to brag. Humble brag, if you will. That's awesome. Thank How you. come America doesn't have free health care? I think this is the best platform to have that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> this is what window chats with Robin are for, to talk We're about, about uh, let's discuss healthcare, healthcare discuss, situation yeah, yeah, yeah. for the United States. I mean, look, well. I'm also a licensed physiotherapist. So when you talked about your foot, uh, I, I get it. Uh, but I'm like already diagnosing it. If it was a sprained ankle, you could have wrapped it, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it's, it's so hard to, to know. And especially when it comes to a pain and you go, oh my God, am I going to lose my foot, right? You go down a dark path. I understand the need to see a specialist. Yeah, that's my issue is um, I'm turning 30 this year and oh. all the sprained ankles I had until this now, it got completely better like in like a week. But after mm. I did like 29, 28, man, these injuries, they linger. Like, Sounds like you should have been doing some physical therapy. We'll talk offline, okay? <laughs> Let's strengthen I your know. ankles, sir. Okay. I really have to, yeah. I, I like playing basketball. Yeah. I, I saw that. I love your bio made me smile. You are doing so much. I love when I read people's bios and I go, that's a lot. I'm tired. It's it's you, you're not just you don't go I'm a comedian you're like I'm a comedian slash what like you just keep creating things finding opportunities do the comedy shows find you do you create the comedy shows what are you finding these days 
Oh, wait, back to the bios. Are you saying when people put, like, you know, um, an actor slash comedian slash writer yeah, yeah. slash producer? Wait, but, but my bio is not like that, is it? No, but it was, like, here's, I did a podcast. I do this oh, comedy. Oh, right, oh, so oh. It, was, it wasn't just, like, uh, this is my name. I dabble. Yeah. Uh, right. It, um, it wasn't, I always joke, it's not a polite Canadian bio. It's not, because I had this issue the other day. I was doing, um, uh, What's it called? Well, I was doing a callback the other day. I, I've had a very, I'm very grateful for the past callbacks. I'm like, oh my God, callbacks, multiple. Fingers but crossed. I, I, I never know what this stuff, but thank you. Uh, but the only reason I bring it up is because they said, tell me about yourself. And I go, oh shit. I hate that That's question. Yeah. It is the, because I go, oh my God, what do you want to know? I don't even know if I'm cool enough. I don't know if I can answer this question. Oh God, please don't ever ask me that question. I don't know. Can you just look me up like anyone else would and just make your own opinions? I don't know. So from that, I go, I love people that can pretty much succinctly say, this is who I am. This is what I do. And that's why I, I reread your bio before we did this. And I go, he gets, he has a good sense of self. I like that. Yeah. 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 Um, I definitely, you know, I think it, may, it, might, it might be the Asian culture too. You know, you definitely, we try to not bring too much attention to ourselves, you know. We try okay. to be humble, kind of, you know, like, you know, I don't, so I think for me though, I'm a little bit too that direction because as an actor, you want to kind of have bits of you where you are kind of promoting yourself and you're pro you're able to promote yourself in a, compelling way that doesn't come off as cocky you know um but yeah back to your question about the shows uh, did you ask how do how do i book shows yeah yeah well, not um, that I mean, oh my god how do you book shows you're not funny i mean how do they find you or do you find them or how does that work yeah most of the shows um uh, i don't know about um outside of la but i know in la it's just kind of word of mouth you know uh, you know a lot of people here produce their own shows. So they'll be like, hey, I'm producing this show. Oh, shoot, I need another comic. Do you know anyone who's funny? Or um, you do you go to the same open mic with someone and they were really funny. So like, oh, I remember you. Let me find this guy on Instagram and put him on the show that I'm trying to produce. Um, because recently I got a bigger following, I actually had some people uh, message me and say, hey, do you want to do a show? There's this one guy from Illinois who reached out about doing a show. Um, and I'm trying to get the details worked out with him. So that was cool. You know, someone wants to, someone from a different state wants me to come perform, you know, at his little venue. Um, and I actually recently uh, secured a college agent. So hopefully I'm trying to do more college, uh, shows in colleges. Um, I was Wait, looking, I didn't, a college yeah. agent what does that mean like they so work of, for the college um well um colleges and universities all are uh all over the country they need entertainment for their students for oh okay, know, yeah, okay whatever events they have right so they hire musicians comedians magicians ventriloquists and they have um so they need entertainment. So, right. and there's a big market for it. So uh, yeah. college agents, they just specifically focus on um, providing entertainment for colleges. So they will, they look for comedians, musicians and whatnot. 
Um, and uh, what so was I've, ne- I've never heard of it. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's called, and they have a they have conferences throughout the year called NACA, which are these conferences where a bunch of performers who want to perform for colleges they showcase in front of all the student bookers that went to that conference. Yeah. But um, those are limited spots. You have to like send in a tape, and if they like, that makes you, sense. Yeah. And what was the other thing? Um, uh, what was it? What was it? Isn't this the best when you have when you're on Instagram live and you can't think of what you're supposed to For say? For some reason, I thought I'd be able to help you find your thoughts. I thought I could kind of send it to you. This happens to me a lot on stage too. I forget what I'm supposed to say and I just pause like this. Yeah, but that's and I always think that's your bit. You take the time, you give yourself time to collect yourself. I just kind of mumble my way through life and hope the words will come to me and then I just rant. Yeah, well, that that's an effective way too. I mean, I see that work really well. Um, I can't remember what I was gonna say, but uh, yeah, it was. Co- very Do you have impactful. an acting agent now and a college agent, or how? Yeah, I have um, I have a manager and I have a commercial and theatrical agent as well. Okay. Yeah, they are awesome. Uh, I've been with they're my first agents, and I had them for a year now, and I plan on sticking with them for a while for the foreseeable future yeah that's I, I just it's so interesting because in the states they had you have managers and agents and in canada we just have agents that are no supposed managers to do, no you're supposed to do the job of a manager and an agent which i think is exhausting so oh wow no managers in canada yeah. interesting yeah i think every talent should be managed it's exhausting i know i'm an exhausting person so yeah, well, the I don't know if it's exhausting. Yeah. You know what? It's passionate. I here are my um, thoughts for my career. Yeah, what you should do. Managers have a tough job, and I yes. just remembered what I was supposed to say about the college thing. Okay. I um. I cold emailed a bunch of colleges because that's what I also heard you can do. So you cold emailed the student leaders for student activities or something sure. and just emailed them like hey i'm a comedian would you be interested in booking me for this job i sent 200 emails oh my God. and only 20 people opened the opened the email and one of the responses was please don't e- take me off your emailing list kelsey fullerton that's that's what they did yeah oh but I got one. I, I'm going to be at Chapman University, my sour girl. Chapman University in April. And Chapman is a school in Orange, California. I'll be there doing 30 minutes for, I think, some Asian celebration thing. Okay. Hope to see you guys there. I think you promoted it really well. It gave us a lot of information. Chapman University. You'll, so, you'll, well, I have to share it. You know, you got to do the whole Instagram. Here's the time, location. Come, everybody come. Are you allowed to come if you're not a college student? I don't want to, you know, you get like the people in the back that clearly are not in college. Is that allowed? That's a good question. I think I think you you should be able to because it's like a celebration event. But I'll, I'll, I'll double check. I'll, if I find yeah, out. Yeah, we're promoting this event that no one else is allowed to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think oh, you should so be able funny. to, hopefully. Yeah. If not, you know what? I love that you have people. Do you have a specific person that films your sets? 
No, I just have a tripod with my cell phone. Oh, my amazing. That's it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to do that. Um, my husband usually comes to my stuff and I feel terrible because he's holding it. It's exhausting to hold a phone for that long. Why don't you get a tripod? I know, I said, because I didn't want to bring it in and be that obnoxious person. Again, the Canadian yeah. in me, you know? Hey guys, here's my set. Uh, yeah, good thing about LA is everyone has a tripod. So it's hilarious. At the back of the room, you see like eight tripods set up and, you know. I, got, I gotta be more US. I gotta, guys, uh, I don't care there's an audience here. You can throw in your laughs. It looks better for the real. Please laugh when I cue uh, you and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. You're, um, so you're in Ontario, right? I am. No Is one's ever said Ontario. I just say Toronto and then people know. I love that you went with Ontario. That is my province. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Is, uh, how popular is uh, Simu Lu in Ontario? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he was on Kim's Convenience, right? And then yeah. he just exploded uh, in the best way. I, I think <laughs> he's pretty liked. I, I think he's a talented guy. I don't know him personally. Not all Canadians know each other, as discussed. But yeah, seems to be doing a lot of work. I'm, I'm always proud of Canadians that they start off and then you just see where they go. And I go, remember you back from the Kim convenience days. Uh, um, and they, they shoot a lot of, uh, I think they shoot Umbrella Academy in Canada. They do. The Umbrella Boys. Academy, The Boys, Handmaid's Tale. Um, a lot of other Canadian comedy that's actually not terrible. I was watching one the other day because I'm just trying to see what Canadians are creating. And I go, I thought this would be way worse. Look at us. We're getting funny. So, yeah. So do they go find, um, do they try to find Canadian actors and actresses for those shows? Or do they still try to find them in the U.S. first? That's a great question. I think it depends on the budget. Right. So U.S. actors are definitely going to cost more because, you know, they're name actors per se. So if someone's doing a Hallmark movie with a week kind of thing and they want a name in it, that's usually where the whole budget goes. But if they're filming in Vancouver or Toronto or Ottawa, they're just going to use local talent because we are cheaper. <laughs> so <laughs> It works if you don't mind not being a lead. But I think it's annoying for actors that are at that point that want to be the lead and want to be that big name that don't have that accolade yet. For me, I don't care. I could do one-liners for the rest of my life and I'd be happy. Just come oh, in. Really? I, would, I would do the, I'd be, nope. I would just own the dry nope like you did when you were a kid. Oh. And, yeah. But I mean, there, there is something to be said. Because I, I always joke that I want to be that person that you don't know well enough, but they're in everything, right? You go, oh, I saw that yeah. person somewhere else. What were they in? Oh, yeah, they did. And I just like the character roles, you know? Right. The leads, are, they never really have the funny leads. I don't want to yeah. be that, not the straight person, but I want to be the person that comes in and just causes a little ruckus, says a little funny thing, or is that like, ooh, edgy boss vibe. We don't know if we should like her. Uh, right. That's where I'm at. Those are, that's my manifestation, if you will. But you still get, um, you will still get editions, USA editions, though, right? Um, it, I don't, maybe at where I'm at in my career, absolutely not. But, okay. <laughs> but I do think other actors, they have US agents as well. If you've done oh. well enough in Canada, you end up getting an agent that's in the States. And so you have your Canadian agent, you have your US agent, and hopefully they work well together. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. 
All I do right. find it interesting that I don't really know anyone in the States that has that is in the States and made a name for themselves in the States that gets a Canadian agent. I've never seen it the other way around. Because if you're known in the States, we'll bring you to Canada. Oh, but are there any Canada-specific shows that's doing really well right now? Uh, oh, this is like really on the spot. I mean, like Kim's Convenience did really well, but there's, I know the comedies they were filming now is like Working Moms. There's the show called Sort Of. There's the show called Strays. I was watching that yesterday. Actually pretty funny. There's a, a lot of CBC Gem uh, comedy shows. There was this Jan Arden one that was actually pretty funny too. Oh, I think it was just called Jan. I'm really I struggling. I really like uh, Trailer Park Boys. Is that in Canada? Wait, that's not in Canada? Is it, it could be. It could be. Because uh, that, I would say, uh, Letter Kenny and all those kind of things, which I've tried to watch because I know they audition here. I struggle with being able to find the comedy sometimes. Yeah. And I see it. I see it's funny. I see the talent. But I think for me as an actor, I go, I don't know if I could be in it. I don't know if I could do it. Which is a shame it's, because yeah. it's hard. It's now that right. now that I've been doing comedy so long, I go, oh my God, how are they? I was watching the show Welcome to Flatch the other day. And it's so weird. It's this mockumentary of the small town. And the things they're doing, and they're doing it so earnestly. And I go, I don't know how they're doing this comedy. It is so well done. It is so believable. It's so bizarre. And I I love that. I that is my my goal is to just be able to be so truthful in my comedy that it's like the funny is just there because I'm fully committed to the character. Mm, yeah, yeah, I have to check it out. Yeah, I, I know for comedic acting, they said you have to play it real. Yeah. And that's what makes it more funny. Yeah. That's true. Okay, well, I have, to, I have to check out some Canadian shows. I did watch some episodes of Kim's Convenience and I enjoyed it. There's, I mean, I try to watch as many shows as possible now, even shows that I think I'm not going to like because there's always something special about it, right? There's always like, oh, they filmed this scene really well. Or I love how they, like, even set design sometimes. I go, I really hated that series. But my God, location scouting and set design for this. Bravo. Like, wow. the scene stuff is so impressive. I know right. it's hard to act. I think behind the scenes is exhausting. I... Look, oh, yeah. I was doing this callback today and I felt for the people behind the scenes because they were running a little late, which happens, but I just know that they're getting hundreds of emails saying what's going on. Cause it's, you know, we do zoom callbacks and I just felt for them. Cause I go, Oh God, this must be so stressful for them. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, yeah. it's, it's, you're trying to find things, you're trying to find a fit or tech doesn't work or whatever. It's production is hard. Right? Even like you were producing your own stuff, like your, did you do your own editing, whatnot for your podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Production's a lot of work. No, I always give a, no, I, huge respect for people who's, you know, PAAD set design. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Uh, yeah, when I first started going on set, it was pretty crazy to think about, holy cow, they did all this for like a two minute scene. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. We we live downtown Toronto, and they usually film around where we live. Well, I mean, they film all over downtown Toronto, but we see them spend days setting up shots, only to film something for maybe an hour, 
And yeah. I go, oh God, the people working so hard. Uh, appreciate people that aren't on the camera because they're doing, they're doing a lot of work. Yeah, seriously, it's, it, it's crazy. Yeah, just, just, even for like a comedy movie, like they would do like, spend bunch of money, spend weeks getting all the props, getting the set design ready for like a, you know, like a 30 second like fart choke or something. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's true. But, do you, uh, as a, okay, as a comedian, when you do an on-camera audition, do you struggle with not wanting to improv? Because I'm doing this thing now where I love, like I was creating this web series with a friend of mine and we have a script, but I find when we improv it, it's so much funnier, but then I have to edit it afterwards and I hate that we improv and didn't stick to the script. Yeah, I think, um, well, you know, Henry Winkler, he has a major dyslexia, is that how it's pronounced? Dyslexia? Uh, oh, dys yeah, dyslexia, yeah, yeah. So he had a very hard time reading. So he says whenever he got an addition, he would try to get as much as he can and just improv the whole thing. And then when they, whenever they said like, oh, hey, you're not sticking to the script, he would say, I know, but I'm giving you the essence. And um, that's how he booked a bunch of his roles and he still does it today. I think improv is good if you are able to stick to the script, you know, still stick to the the core of the script, I suppose. But uh, especially if you think it will enhance your performance. Um, well, yeah, if it's a funeral scene, don't go in and say happy birthday. That's weird. Yeah. Right, right. So I think they actually like, because they might like your idea better than their own. You never know, you know. But Well, then I in that case, I want a writer's good. credit. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But for commercial editions, I, you definitely, you know, want to improv for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 It's so, I find for, I always joke about my commercial auditions where I just forget how to be a human. And that's always fun right. for me, right? And yeah. you know, it's like, use your phone. The phone that I use every day, I don't know how. What What is this phone? Okay. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's so interesting. As soon as someone puts like a camera in front of you, you you're like the most awkward person in the world. Like you start to question like every every little thing that you always did. Like, oh, I like, how do I lift this cup? looking natural yeah. and yeah it's, it's hilarious <laughs> I, I was telling my husband so one of the things i had to improv was they asked okay so what's your credit card number and i have a really weird memory so i know my credit card number off by heart and i'm like well i don't want to say my credit card number in this audition like I, th that's not good so i'm just like oh uh okay uh numbers but no this is my number okay don't say that so it's just, yeah. i'm like oh wait the camera's still on me uh I don't know. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. As soon as that camera goes on you, you're like a, you're like a newborn baby. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I, that being said, I still watch a newborn. Oh, that's so creepy. Can I say that? I would watch a newborn baby in in a respectful manner, not a creepy uh, pedophile. Yeah, manner. people watch okay. cute baby videos. I think that's fine. I mean, they're just I discovering hope. life, right? And I think as actors or comedians, we're just trying to discover life and discover all these new ways of looking at it. And that's what makes us compelling and what makes people want to watch us. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That is a very good point. Well, thank you. I come that's up with some good. good words of wisdom when I chat with people. Oh, well, I, well, that's, that's just probably a sign of you being a good listener. You're like absorbing information and, and compiling it down to a phrase or. Yeah.
Yeah. I feel like the only time I truly listen is when I do these podcasts. That's why I keep doing them because I have to focus on the person. I'm. You know, when someone else is having a conversation with you, you're like on your phone, you're on your laptop. Looking yeah, at Yeah, on my know. dates. That's what happens. They're all usually on their phones. Oh, no. Do you, okay, do you call them out on that? Or do you, what I would do is I would text them, hey. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? As they're sitting across from you. Hi, yeah. I just want to be part of this. You just FaceTime them, yeah. Um, no, I don't call. I it was a it was a kind of a. I don't call them out on it, you know. But you know, I I I definitely wouldn't do that, you know. I if I I'm on a date with someone, I definitely would like to show them that they have my full attention, you know. Right. The hard the the thing that actually. Um, demoralizes me a lot on a date is when the girl yawns oh when the girl yawns while we're on a date it really demoralizes me yeah i can't believe that happened that's just rude in general you're meeting someone for the first time i'm so bored i can't even contain how bored i am Uh, oh oh, i mean my friends are like maybe she got off work or tired or something but but the yawns I usually get when I'm on a date is like they don't really cover it up. It's kind of like an open, no hand yawn. So it's very hurtful. But I laugh and I act like it doesn't bother me because I'm a strong, independent man. We are so different. I would totally, cl- I'd be like, excuse me, am I boring you? And then. <laughs> oh, you would, you would actually call them out like that? Yeah. Well, because you know, if it's bo- you know, you're doing something that I think is rude. Uh, wow. I, I'm, you know, if they're on their phone, I'd be like, I, you know, or I could be on my phone too, or just match them. Be like, oh yeah, I can yawn. Too. No, I wouldn't yawn. Although a yawn is contagious. Do you find that when she yawned, did you start yawning? No, no. no. Okay. Well, okay. but I'm also a huge people pleaser, and I think that will just be on my radar. Like, oh, yeah. you don't want to do that, you know. But also, you're you said you're Canadian and Canadians are polite. So is that very un-Canadian of you to call them Probably. out? Probably, like it's uh, yeah. I don't know if I identify as Canadian. So, unless it comes to healthcare. <laughs> uh, you were born in Canada, though, right? I was. I was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Canada, it's a beautiful city, beautiful country. Yeah. It, oh my goodness, it looks so beautiful right now. I'd show you my view, but apparently that's not good to do on these lives because then people can figure out where you live, and I get that. So <laughs> let's keep it a little secret. And they can figure out how you where you live by there, your You know view? what? There are certain landmarks, I'd say, that they go, oh, I know where that is. And then you go, oh, creepy. And wow. the internet is fun. It's cool. It's cool. Well, very smart of you to be aware of that, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, you learn, you learn the hard way. But no, 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 no I haven't had that situation. But comedy. Uh, so Ryan, what is next for you? Like, is the goal to just dominate the stand-up comedy scene? Uh, what it, yeah, I mean, I see it. Oh, thank you. Um, what is next for me? Um, I will definitely. Um, so I, I applied for a NACA conference coming up in February. And I find out if I get it or if I find I find out if I get a spot for that or not it, on my birthday actually November fourteenth. Okay, so coming it's up. Either gonna be a good birthday or a sad birthday. Um, and you know, uh, from there, do a lot of college shows, keep releasing content, and you know, 
still do the additions thing, grind it out. Um, right now, like the perfect model for the career I want is Jimmy O. Yang, you know? He started off with stand-up. And he, he still does stand-up, but that's where he was, where he, I think, really, like, kind of propelled him to other stuff. Okay. And then he got on Silicon Valley, got a role in that, and that kind of helped him with other stuff. So, I, I you know, that's what I would love to do. You know, I would still love to do stand-up, but hopefully get, like, a, you know, like a role on a TV show and just try to try to become, you know, like the next Jimmy O. Yang or whatnot. Yeah, that's what I am striving for. I like that. Putting it out there. I want that for you. <laughs> What about you, Robin? Oh God, this is my daily existential crisis. I have no idea. I just keep doing stuff, see what happens. I'm always yeah. surprised when anyone watches what I do and I go, this resonated with people? Okay. Yep. I think that's, I think that's kind of it though. That's as long as you're doing something. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying as to like As long as you're doing sun. something and. But you know what, I think, I think, here's yeah. the thing. Here's what I think and uh, what I love about the times and the technology is that you're in LA, I'm in Canada and well, Toronto, and we can just have a conversation about comedy. Like when we randomly met because we were doing a comedy class. And I think the more you learn and extend your knowledge base and grow and want and be open to meeting new people. I, I just think it's a, uh, it's a really fascinating world that we have now where I can connect with so many people I wouldn't have been able to connect with. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Um, I think, I think, yeah, for that, that, that period in Zoom where we were in classes with, you know, Mikhail was in New York, someone was in Utah, yeah. you're in Canada. Yeah, it was awesome to have classes with people from all over the uh, country, sometimes the world too. Someone was in Egypt in one of my improv classes. And that's really cool. Technology yeah. is a great thing. Is there um, is there any comedy that you wouldn't do? Um, I only I ask this because when I watch your stuff and I'm like, he's taking his shirt off for the camera. He's talking uh, about his man. You're you're just very you're very open. And yeah, like, I I, I, always, I always ask this about body confidence because maybe it's just me or maybe it's like a woman thing or maybe it's not at all. But I'm like, oh my god, I would never bear so much of myself for my art. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think I'll ever go nude. Okay, I think I, okay. I probably feel a little uncomfortable with that. Um, what I wouldn't do, I, I don't know. I don't think, no, I think there's, I can't, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty laxed in terms of yeah. what I would or wouldn't do. But I will say in one of the shows recently, and I have a clip from it, that I'll post soon. I, I did take off my shirt again because the room was dead. Like it was, it was so, it was dead. And so I thought if I, I had to do something drastic to get the energy back up, so I go up on stage, you know, I take off my shirt and it even made it even more dead. And there's nothing more sad than, you know, seeing a guy, a stand up who just took off his shirt, hoping to get more energy. And, and and he you know he made the situation worse and and he still has like six, six minutes left to do so at the end of the show at the end of my set actually I, I, someone yelled out put your shirt back on so when I got the light for one minute I just put my sweater back on and I left 
<laughs> but that's what happens. You win, you lose. But didn't you, did you get into shape recently? Like, I feel like you shared something where you go, look at my transformation. I hope that was you and not oh. someone else. Okay. Was yeah, that you? Um, okay. No, no, no. Well, it's, I gained, so when I was in college, I lost, so I, I gained a lot of weight. And mm, I okay. still remember I was, there was a scale and I was like, you know what? I'm going to step on the scale thinking I probably gained like five pounds since high school or something. And I gained uh, 33 pounds. And that's when I was like, oh, shoot, I, I really let myself go. And I had a friend in choir who um, who lost a lot of weight recently and got into super shape. And I asked him for help. So he helped me how to eat, you know, how to exercise and all that. So uh, I got into like really good shape maybe after like six months of working with him and that was in 2018 so i've been in that shape for a while uh but slowly trying to make it more like cut and stuff but mm -hmm. yeah it, there was a period of time in college where i was kind of chubby but i was always relatively in shape in high school i was in shape middle school i was in shape i was pretty chubby in elementary school and then i got chubby again in college but um That's yeah the freshman 15 there trend well i gained third to transfer 30 i mean i say that i remember i was doing my master's and i go oh i thought i thought it was only freshmen i thought that's no you can gain weight at any time in university so there you go yeah what it's got hard. me okay. I, yeah what got me was um i i commuted to college so it was like a oh. 45 minute commute and i would get really hungry um and I would go through all these drive-throughs. Sometimes I would go to like it was an hour commute, and I would go through three drive-throughs in that hour because I eat a lot and I love food. So food I think that's what got me. So I'll go to like McDonald's. I'm like, oh shit, I'm still hungry. Next stop, let me go Jack in the Box. Still hungry. Next stop, let me go to Seven Eleven get a honey bun or something. And yeah, do you like no, honey buns? I I made a face because I don't know what they are, but they sound like there's a bun and there's honey in it. That you is never had I'm honey picturing. buns before? I have. I might have, but I could call it something different. It's like... Uh, is that like, like a, a Swiss roll? But like the Swiss roll companies that make them and they're like a glazed... It is. It's kind of like a glazed donut in yeah, the shape yeah. of a... Like a, a swirl, like a cinnamon roll. Yeah, like a roll. cinnamon swirly thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've had it, but I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. You never had a honey bun? I have not. And now I feel like I should. I, we're going to end this live and then I go have a honey bun. Go to 7-Eleven and they come in. They, it's probably like a dollar. Try mm. it. It's pretty good. Ryan, people keep messaging Hank. Do you go by Hank? My my legal name is Han Kyo Koo. And when I was trying to get my Instagram handle, um, Ryan Koo was already taken. So I just went with Hank Kyoku, but my name under my handle is still Ryan Koo. But yeah, technically Han Kyoku is my real name. Did you feel the need to change it for to acting? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I went with Ryan ever since I moved here. Me and my, my family moved here when I was seven years old. And right. at the time I really liked lions. So my mom called me Ryan, and my little brother's name was Leo, because we both like lions. Yeah. Um, and I just grew up being called Ryan my whole life. And when I decided to do acting, I thought Ryan Koo would be a, a more... It sounded better to me than Han Kyo Koo. And also Han Kyo Koo 
will make, might make it sound like I'm like this really foreign actor, which I'm not, you know, so. I, I find this fascinating because I, I've spoken to a number of my um, Asian, act, Asian actor friends and they felt the need to change it so that people could pronounce it better or they wouldn't seem so foreign, like what you're saying. And I just, I don't know. Some people that I spoke to felt like they couldn't, their identity was kind of taken away from them in a sense, right? Because your name, that's you. Yeah. And if someone else can't pronounce it, that's a them problem, right? Yeah, no, I, um, my mom, when I got my citizenship for the United States, you, you, you can actually legally change your name for free. Mm, you know, okay. Since you're becoming a citizen, I was going to change it permanently to Ryan Koo because that's what I went by. But my mom really wasn't happy with that for some reason. She's like, why? You're, you're still Han Kyoku. You know, you should still yeah. keep it. And I'm like, whatever. Okay, fine. I'll keep it. And at the time, I didn't think it was a big deal. But looking back, I'm like, I'm glad I kept it as Han yeah. Kyoku, even though I go by Ryan most of the times. So yeah. Identity okay. is important. Oh, no, I'm just always curious about that. Because if you, yeah, like the name Ryan, that totally works too. There's sometimes where I go, I don't know, Robin with a Y, people don't know how to spell it properly. Maybe I'll change it to Rachel. I don't know. <laughs> Why not Robin with Although, an I? Oh, no, please. Robin with an I is how the boys spell it, okay? It's Batman and Robin. That's oh. Robin that is what my parents told me, why they chose the Y. And then I tried to justify different ways of why the Y is cool. But now people oh. take the name Robin. And they go like R-O-B-Y-N-N-E. And I go, there's so many extra letters. Why are you doing that? Sorry to everyone else that spells it that way, but it's weird. Don't spell it that way. Okay. You got my sour girl said she's a new fan of yours, Robin. Did oh, you see that? I thought I saw that, but the sun is very much in my eyes. And I, keep, I keep trying to move. So this is, see, this is the problem with the notion of the window chats using the natural <laughs> sunlight. And I haven't done it ever in the afternoon when the sun is at its highest peak because we were three hour time difference. So I right. normally do it, well, what is 10, 11 o'clock. And so now I'm learning. The sun is very strong. <laughs> well, now. you had- uh, Thank you so much, that's so sweet. My sour girl said you got a new fan, Robin. I, I always, you know what, it's so, I appreciate anyone saying that because I feel, I don't know, I've been creating, I like to say all my life and I never know what works or what doesn't work with people. And I feel like I kept trying to change myself and who I was to fit what people thought I should be. So I think these past couple of years, I'm trying to just be more truthful, like what we were talking about. And so when I resonate with people now, I go, oh, thank you. Uh, Isn't that so interesting? So weird. Like something you think will be really funny, everyone hates it. And something oh you're God. like, whatever, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to post it. And they love it. It's so, you never know. You just, you never know. And that's why I think it's even more, it's just better just to be yourself. Because you never know anyways, you know. Might as well do you and and see where, where that takes you. Yeah. But yeah, it's so interesting. Like some videos that I'm like, man, this is going to be, this is going to get a million views and it gets like two likes from my mom. You know, and some videos where you're like, man, this is garbage, but I don't, I'm too lazy. And I'll just post anyways. It just blows up. It's, it's weird. It's so, there was this one I shared recently and it's a friend of mine. So I'm doing this comedy series with a friend of mine whose name's Tim Rose. We met at Second City and he does, he's, so he has cerebral palsy. He's in a wheelchair um, and we just, we sometimes do really dark humor and we just go back and forth and improv and see what comes out. And 
he was just sharing a story about how he got a tattoo. Just his, he has a tattoo of the wheelchair symbol. So he's branded with the sign of his people. That was the joke. And everyone for different reasons is, I thought, I don't know, I'm going to share it because I think it's interesting. I don't think anyone's going to watch it. And this has resonated with so many people on Facebook Reels for some reason, which I didn't even know anyone watched. <laughs> that's like, that's why I share it on so many different platforms. And I go, first off, people are on my Facebook page. Like, no one goes to my Facebook page. Right. It's so weird. And that's why you're on TikTok, you're on Instagram, you're, you have your YouTube. So I, I feel you with all the different platforms and seeing what it, hits. It's a lot it, of work. I think it's the age too. Like TikTok mm. generally have younger audiences. Facebook's yeah. a little older. Instagram's kind of the in between. But yeah, I had some videos that does well on Facebook, but does horribly on TikTok and vice versa. So I think it's good to put as much of your stuff on as many platforms as you can because, you, you, yeah, you might hit the right... Honestly, you just have to hit one person, I think. And that one person just has to share it. And that other person has to share it. And I heard when the algorithm picks that up, like people are sharing it, that helps a lot. So if it just hits that one person, well, honestly, and also it's just luck. A lot of it is, yeah. is luck. You know, honestly, you might, if you posted it a minute later, it could have done amazing, you know? Yeah. It's, 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 so much of it is, is luck as well. But you know, you know, it's so hard for me to get out of the whole mentality of, oh my gosh, I need people to like it. Right, because sometimes when one does really well, you go, oh yeah, I'm so funny. The rest of the things that I post, everyone's gonna think is funny. But I have to kind of step away sometimes and go, I don't, as much as I love when people are, you know, like, oh, that made me laugh, that made me smile. I go, oh yeah, I'm so happy because it made me laugh. I have to kind of step away from needing that external validation. It's so it's, hard. Yeah. It's so hard to be, okay, I know only four people watch this and I work the hardest on it. Yeah, um, no, it's... But you know what? Yeah, you, you keep trying, but some days it's a little harder than others. No, I, I get you. That, especially as performers, that's what, that's kind of why we're even in, you know, the arts is we want to entertain people and we want to please people and how we know if we please them or not is through likes. Yeah. Um, and, and it's so hard, but... Um, that actually, yeah, brings me back to Norm Macdonald again. That's why I think I respect him so much because he seriously just didn't give a crap about all of that, which is incredible. But when he would do, um, when he would do uh, sets, and he was interesting because he was famous, but sometimes he was still bomb. And he, uh, I heard on the podcast that if he does really well after the show, he would just go to the green room and not talk to anyone else, you know? But if he would bomb, they said he would run to the exit and shake hands with everyone in the audience. And so thank you for coming to the show. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Because he, you know when people, they're, oh, that's so funny. Because I know when I do a set sometimes and then, and it just didn't resonate. And then people see me after and they just don't want to make eye contact. They're so embarrassed that they saw something they didn't seem yeah. to go to look people in the eye and shake their hand. Thanks for coming. Glad you liked my comedy. Oh my, that takes guts. I love that. Yeah. I want to do oh, that. But the last point to what you said, um, 
why I think it's important to post your own the stuff that you think it's funny, even though yeah. it, it might not do well, because down the road when you do blow up or when you do do well for posting something that you thought was funny, those fans will watch your old videos. And then your old videos will do really well. Um, I had some stuff like that too, where I posted videos where I thought it was really funny, but it did horribly. But down the line, um, um, people found something that I did. People that really liked what I did. Um, oh, well, I can't talk. Down the line, I posted something where people actually did really like it and it hit the right group and they watched my old stuff and then that old stuff did well too. So if you just stick to what you think it's funny, I think that's, it's gonna, when you find the right group, all those videos are gonna do well because that's all gonna be you and that's why those people are watching you. But I think the vice versa, if you kind of mix it up, then it's kind of hard, you know, because they might like they might like a video for you, but then they go back and they're like, "Oh wait, this person is not what I actually thought they were." So nice. then they're kind of like, "Oh well, do I follow them or not?" Because I'm not mm. sure. But you know, yeah. what's their vibe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I, someone yeah. wrote something really. Oh, my sour girl, they're just killing it right now. Uh, that you come across that you're not sure of yourself, that you're funny. But then like you keep winging it. And I see that sometimes, right? You go, when you do, even with your crowd work, oh, uh, why did you think this was funny? I can't do it. I can't do, I don't have your comedy. <laughs> I don't have patience to wait online. That's why I find you fascinating. You just bring, I, I'm just like, here's word vomit. But oh. you, you say something and it seems like you're not sure of yourself, but you're also sure of yourself at the same time. I think that's a skill that you might not even be aware of. I, and I, I love that. Well, I, I always, like, when I was growing up, people, I, I have a self-deprecating sense of humor. Mm, and okay. they, that's what kind of gets the biggest laughs for me. It does. Um, yeah. But, uh, people want to see you insult yourself. I go, okay, cool. I mean, they I do want it to, to see me on be a daily sad. basis. Let's verbalize yeah. it, right? Let's make some money off of that. <laughs> they want to see me be sad. Um, and, uh... Uh, honestly, though, I, I, I think that's kind of me, too. I I don't like having a lot of... It's it's weird to say, but I don't like having too much attention on me, you know? Um, and I kind of get uncomfortable when there's a lot of attention on me, and I kind of deflect it by being self-deprecating. Right. And, um, and usually, people like seeing me in awkward situations, and I like being in awkward situations. I think that's funny, too. So if people like, you know, awkward deadpan humor, they usually like my stuff because I'm awkward and, and, and dry. So I, I actually have a lot of people in England that kind of like my stuff. Yes. So, I I'm know very because dry. someone yeah. that's British, she goes, oh my gosh, you're so, there's a couple people and they've all been, you know, from England and they go, that's so funny. And I go, you think I'm funny? Thank you. Like, cause I say my comments that are very whatever deadpan whatnot and they know it's comedy versus other people and they go is Robin just being a bitch and I go no uh, this is funny uh, 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 uh. yeah it's you know it's kind of like uh the office you in yeah. America you either love it or you're like I never want to see something like this again you know I, you know what so. I rewatched it because I was at an age where my comedy 
was not loving The Office. And oh. then I rewatched it because now I want to do a lot of comedy on camera. And I go, that is so hard to do. But also, oh my God, how is no how do they get through this take? Because they say things and you go, oh, I especially nowadays where the show would not have been allowed to be made. When you see, you watch the, the series and you go, oh, I don't know if we can say this in today's social climate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know it's so, it's so interesting how what's okay 10 years ago is not okay anymore. But no, I love The Office. And I, I think, um, yeah, you, I think your people will find you. Yeah, I like so that. You just, you just have to post stuff that is you and then yeah. people will find you and it'll all work out it just has to it just has to reach them somehow and but once it does reach them it'll all come together i'm, I'm sure yeah i really like can we do that like that's your final thought i love like just keep trying keep creating and i guess your yeah your people will find you i really like that any other final words of wisdom? I've been keep. It's almost an hour and a half. I love talking to you. Oh my god! Oh. Also, Instagram didn't cut me off at the hour, so that's on Instagram. Oh Normally wow! It just yeah, cuts me off, and I go, "Oh no, I didn't finish. It was mid sentence." I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Um, well, I, 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 yeah, enjoyed talking to you as well. Thanks so much for having me. Um, huh. Truly enjoyed it, and I hope to see you in person, like I did with Mikhail. Yeah, That'd be so fun. Yes, um, one of these days. Yeah, seriously. Um, final thoughts? I know, it's such a hard question. I would hate if someone asked me that. So I ask you that. Yeah, yeah. No, final thoughts. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, with, with what we talked about, yeah, I, I really like the idea of, yeah, just, you know, not, not pandering, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I like that. If you just find it funny there are going to be other people that find it funny too, you know? Um, so I think if, as long as you, as a, as a performer or a comedian or a content creator, as long as you're being authentic, as long as you're producing content that you find entertaining, I think it is going to reach the right people eventually. And It'll all work out. Finger guns. Yes. Darn. I was hoping uh, I would have something more poetic to say at the end, but... I thought it was good. All wells. You think so? Are you doing your self-deprecating humor? Sure. <laughs> it was, no, this was... Thank you so much for being a guest. Uh, I, I just... I really appreciate it. Everyone, thank you so much for watching, and thank you for all the amazing comments that people were writing. That was yeah. so, such an insightful group of people. Thank you all for watching now. Thank you for future viewers who are going to watch this. And uh, yeah, follow Ryan everywhere. He's got the TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Um, good website. It's very easy to contact you. Just follow him. He's got shows coming up. He's going to be at colleges that we don't know if we can be at that show, but we'll find out. <laughs> and and yeah, Ryan, just keep uh, keep being awesome. I, I very much enjoyed this chat. I really appreciated it. Yes, so, no. So glad I we met. Randomly. Appreciated chatting with you too. Thank you so much, Robin. And thank you everyone who who came to watch. Yeah. Okay. Have a good rest of your day.
Bye. You too, Robin. Bye.